two, episode 101, Nick Candido. How you doing? I'm doing great, Randy. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Psyched to uh, have you. Uh, should be fantastic. Uh, I'm coming to you from the Waldorf in Dana Point, California. I'm uh, attending the uh, Alexander Group as a uh, executive, uh, I guess their annual exe- executive forum, which uh, should be really good and uh, lots of great folks here. Hopefully I can do uh, dr- drum up some uh, prospects for, uh, for, for sales bricks. Uh, anyway, so uh, we've got sales bricks as our sponsor. You hear uh, more about them later, but awesome uh, niche company in the whole uh, CPQ config price quote space. Uh, Nick is an investor, so certainly knows a lot about it. They're also a sponsor of sales community, so uh, we'll be at a tag team telling you some great things about uh, SalesBricks, who's our sponsor today. Uh, and always brought to you by Sales Community. Uh, for those that are members, great. Uh, for those that are not, you can go to salescommunity.com and click on the fall free link in the upper, upper left-hand corner and get a free membership. Uh, you can uh, post that here on the site if you could, please. So we're trying to figure out, I've known Nick, I think about eight or nine years. Um, there's a, a startup company called Relate IQ that uh, Bill Campbell uh, got me into. So helped for a little bit, and unfortunately not long enough because they got picked up by uh, Salesforce. But uh, it, at the time, uh, Nick was on a, it's, it, <laughs> eight or nine years ago. It doesn't seem that long ago. But yeah, definitely was uh, yeah, already a rising star for sure and uh, have kept in touch. Uh, know him to be an authentic person, definitely family-centric. And uh, very, very passionate about helping his uh, his companies. And um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but also I'm a uh, happy investor in his uh, Angel Collective uh, Opportunity Fund. Um, so I know you got to watch SEC rules and, and things like that. Um, if you want, Tucker can uh, maybe look up and uh, p- post the, the link uh, if you want for that. And then um, I've got some other good comments from uh, some of your uh, portfolio companies. Uh, Evan Long, who's a co-founder and CEO of Product Signals, says about Nick, uh, Nick has the acute ability to help entrepreneurs navigate their 10,000-foot view uh, strategy all the way down to operational tactics. As an investor and advisor in Product Signals, he's been an amazing partner and a true champion for our vision. Any company would be super lucky to have him in their corner. So pretty good there. And then John Festejo, who's a co-founder and CEO at SalesBricks says uh, Nick is a hands-on angel investor that is well-connected in the Valley and focused on helping aspiring entrepreneurs find other investors that understand the problem the entrepreneurs are solving. Uh, Nick has helped the SalesBricks founders and team find amazing investors like Randy Seidel, uh, Adam Aarons, uh, Adam is a former CRO that uh, took Okta public, and others uh, that have been instrumental in the early stage of SalesBricks. Any company that has Nick as well as brother Connor, shout out to Connor, uh, are lucky companies for sure. And uh, John also mentioned he worked with Connor at Signal FX. So uh, maybe, maybe you might want to post those on your uh, site there. Pretty good testimonials. <laughs> I'm going to have, yeah, they're going to have to repeat those publicly. Hopefully they'd be comfortable doing that, but appreciate the kind words. Uh, uh, absolutely. Well, it's, it's, our, it's already public here because we had LinkedIn Live going. Uh, and, there we uh, go. For, for those watching, uh, you know, as always, uh, you can see us or hear us. We cannot see you. Uh, but feel free to uh, post any comments or any questions. And then uh, we have uh, Tucker is always uh, doing a great job behind the scenes, and he will uh, pull those up for us. Uh, so also just by way of background, you recently moved from uh, the Bay Area to Austin. 
uh, still doing a little uh, back and forth, but uh, I know that's uh, always challenging with the family. And uh, for interest besides work, there's a really cool organization called Think Together, which stands for Teaching, Helping, uh, Inspiring, and Nurturing Kids. So very, very cool. Uh, always always important to give back. And uh, obviously, I know you are uh, uh, have a big focus in your family, uh, terrible golfer, podcast, training, kind of all, all, all things like that. So um, we jump into- I'm allowed uh, to make that joke. You're not allowed to make that joke. Okay, sorry. Um, and uh, we also got some good time uh, this, this summer on the Cape too. So it's certainly great, uh, great, great meeting up that way. Um, and we got a little story, I think, about that later on toward the end. Uh, so let's uh, jump into the questions so uh, we can help uh, help you share some of your incredible insights with the uh, audience. So uh, maybe start off talking about your professional background. And uh, I always find it interesting people maybe start with also kind of what your actually your first job was. Yeah, that's a that's a great one. So um, thanks again. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be on here. A lot of overlap with the work you do, Randy, and companies I'm involved with. Um, I saw you had Carl Eschenbach from Sequoia on. I, I sent him a text saying tough act to follow, and he just hit me back with an LOL. So I'll try to do my best uh, to be as insightful as someone like Carl. Um, so I studied finance in school um, and then, you know, had someone who's a board member of my college, uh, David Byrne, um, who's become a men- mentor, kind of pushed me to think about technology. So I was really just fortunate and kind of stumbled into what was a technology startup, you know, small team of less than a dozen people um, that was trying to build a product, basically a, you know, database to manage uh, clinical trial information. Um, It was a job I probably shouldn't have had, you know, a lot of technical concepts, a lot of product management, a lot of traveling on the road to meet with customers, doing sales, you know, really just kind of getting to understand the inner workings of a, cloud-based uh, software business. Um, and that kind of gave me, gave me the itch, I think, entrepreneurially to think about, you know, software as a business model and, and the opportunity with cloud. Um, so it, it was uh, a bootstrap company. I worked with a lot of smart people. I, I learned, you know, that I wanted to have equity upside in whatever I was doing. So, you know, it was a good, good opportunity to cut my teeth. Um, and then out of the first four startups I did, you know, that was the only one that you know, wasn't, wasn't eventually acquired. So I, I did two companies in the Boston area related Q was my first company um, in Silicon Valley, really appreciated Steve Laughlin and Adam Evans right. and Steve Hickey and the founders of that business bringing me out to the Valley to, to work. And, you know, I tried to just, you know, really put my shoulder into kind of anything that they gave me. So related IQ was, was a quick win, um, spun that into being a founder and CEO of a business that we sold to box um, in 2018. And, and since then I've, you know, kind of played the line between investing and operating, but, you know, I really have a passion for building companies and teams and everything that goes into that, which is sometimes good, bad, and ugly. That's great. And it was a pro- progressively. So uh, congratulations. Uh, that, that, that certainly was good. So a uh, funny, funny side story. Obviously I'm a lo- little bit older than you, but, uh, uh, graduated BC 1985. So we started at this, uh, uh a handful of us friends started this startup called uh, EMC, and we had these things called stock options. And believe it or not, at the time, nobody had a clue what they were. You got it, I'm like yeah, whatever, blah blah blah. And it just you know, amazing. And obviously, you quickly, you know, <laughs> once you IPO, then you've kind of figured it out. But it's just amazing. You think from then where nobody had a clue to now, I think like high school kids are all wondering, okay, what, yeah, what do you have for stock options? You know, let, let alone uh, you know, college kids getting getting their first job, but. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, sign of the times and a little different, I guess. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that's right. I'm yet to do the uh, the IPO ride, but it's certainly on my professional bucket list. Um, keeps me going, and and you know it's exceptional when you can find one of those companies that you know gets everything right, product, market, team. Yeah. Um, so hopefully it'll be there. I, I haven't felt the full um, the full effect of that yet, but yeah, that that story from EMC that I heard from Peter as well is. Uh, it's certainly a good one. Yeah. And then we actually even had one where they uh, had canceled the club trip one year and we got whatever number of shares. And I remember mine, I, I wrote to uh, Roger Moreno, a lot of us work for, you know, Roger, this is useless. And I was like, so kept them. And then, you know, you know, fast forward, it ended up being worth, I forgot, you know, some ridiculous amount of money. So I just say, sorry. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I'm uh, moving on here. So uh, I know you got your hands in a, a lot of cookie jars, but I think uh, kind of your your primary is the Angel Collective Opportunity Fund, uh, which I said before, I'm a uh, proud and happy investor. And even in these times, don't know, I'll, I'll let you speak to what, what you're allowed to say or not, not say about the returns, but uh, maybe talk about uh, what your role is there. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, as part of that journey after founding and editing a business, you know, trying to think through you know, reinventing myself, I I'd invested in a number of companies personally um, and started to kind of LP into small funds where, you know, it's a geographic location that, you know, I wasn't going to cover. I wasn't going to be the smartest investor and, you know, something like, you know, crypto, for example. And I know that's probably a hot topic right now. So really fortunate to have a concept there uh, with my co-founder, Sunil Pai, who was most recently at AngelList, where we felt like, you know, we could build a platform to select some of these um, solo capitalist folks that are managing small funds, um, give them a dedicated opportunity fund, and then they use that to kind of double down into their best companies. Um, so we've worked with six exceptional managers, um, folks that you know um, that are kind of household names, um, Anthony Pompliano, Sriram Krishnan. Um, and we've, we've worked with a number of large family offices that struggle with this kind of emerging manager problem. Um, so for me, it's, it's been a great decision working with Sunil, you know, we just passed 50 investments, um, spend time with some of the family offices, but it, it's kind of, it's got some built in advantages in terms of, you know, the portfolio companies that our managers have and, and the fact that they're somewhat capital constrained when a business works. So, um, it's been awesome. I, I hope it's the type of thing I can do for a long time and, and kind of think of it as a legacy play. Um, but obviously job number one is, is making sure the portfolio looks good. So, um, it, it's been helpful right now to be, you know, more active with existing companies, especially the ones that are doing better than than maybe the broader market knows because they're not out fundraising because yeah. there are some macro challenges. But yeah, it's been a really really fun project um, on Fund Three, um, and really just proud of the the kind of team and results that we have so far. Although there's a lot more work to do. So round numbers, the current kind of all in portfolio of the fund is about fifty companies. Yeah, we just passed 50 companies, worked with four managers last year, this year, working on uh, the group for 2023. Um, and it's covered, you know, AI, B2B SaaS, yeah. some consumer, crypto. Um, but basically, each manager kind of has their their core focus. And and they they do a good job of helping us to stay top of mind with the founders to to ideally help them take more capital when it's right for their business. That's great. And then typically, you're a minority position, not a majority position, correct? Yeah, that's right. We're not leading rounds. You know, we, we do facilitate a lot of introductions. If, if, if our managers are uh, inception stage, we, we describe ourselves as like inflection, you know, so right yep. when the business is starting to really work and doing better than people realize. So, um, yeah, we, we're comfortable coming in and then kind of helping to make intros that, 
that facilitate the next round of financing. So uh, it's a good way to kind of fit into the ecosystem as something that's collaborative, but not competitive with, with any of the large funds, you know, that, that we'd hope to have involved in any of our businesses. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I know from, you know, d- direct feedback and I'm sure you agree, but you're probably provide a lot more value as a minority investor than some of the majority investors actually that, that are involved. So I'm sure that gets you fantastic access to some super competitive deals as well. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's kind of the exact thinking there. There's definitely <laughs> a coach Campbell line in there where, you know, he had a no cash, no equity, no bullshit kind of line about his companies, which meant he'd be in the room, but he wanted to make sure he could know what was actually going on in the business versus everything being dressed up. Um, yeah. So I feel like there's a bit of that too, you know, like you, you want to be a founder's first phone call and, you know, as a, as a career, you know, founder, startup person, um, you know, you're, you're somewhat battle tested. There's always something that's not right in these businesses. So instead of hiding those things, you know, you, you want to be someone that can actually get the phone call and, and lean into help. So yeah, that's exactly right. Like, you know, you want every business to go straight to the moon. That's just, that's just not the reality of how it typically works. And, you know, startups don't fail. Founders give up is something that I think I've learned the hard way. Yeah. And that's uh, speaking of Bill Campbell, any, uh, lesson learned from him. I was fortunate to have him as a, as a mentor for a few years, which was fantastic. And for those that don't know, uh, Silicon Valley legend was a mentor to the kind of who's who of um, Steve Jobs, Google, a bunch of others. And um, what was the, the book is, uh, what's what's it called? Trillion Dollar Coach. The Trillion Dollar Coach. So if anybody hasn't seen it, it's a super easy read. And as an aside, there's uh, one part where uh, Phil Schiller, who's a longtime Apple exec, great guy, uh, talks about going to Marianne's, which is a dive bar by uh, BC. So uh, uh, Peter Bell, Jay Hogue, uh, I was there, John Clavin. So, uh, so some folks you probably know. So that's, <laughs> that's my claim. Yeah, to and fan. Yeah, and, um, you know, Jonathan Rosenberg and his son, Josh, um, they're friends and was fortunate to be able to spend some time with them. But just so many lessons in there. You know, I think I, I try to play that line quite a bit with companies that I work with. You know, we're like, I really do care about the people, but also sometimes feedback's a gift. Even before we started this call, you're giving me feedback on things right away. You know, I just think that's, it's got to be everyone's kind of posture and demeanor. And, you know, when people tell you something, it's because they want to see you do better. It's not because you want to be defensive. Um, yeah. and the, the first time I met Bill was when I was on a recruiting trip to join Relate IQ. And then I remember he came in for a board meeting and my mom had sent me flowers. I had a, I had a vase of, I think white roses on my desk. First time Bill came in and I was an employee of the company. So that, that was definitely terrifying. Um, and he was always incredibly, you know, generous and, and helpful and spent a bunch of time with him, you know, out, outside of work things, going to events and concerts and tailgates and stuff like that. Um, but I just think that that's really what matters, right? Is you care about the people, but ultimately it's a team sport and, you know, it, you, you should all be seeing the problems the same way. It's just everyone's yeah. name is going to be on a different class of things. So yeah, it was, it was really, really a cool opportunity to work with him and kind of see his ability to help get everyone rowing in the same direction. Yeah. And uh, obviously t- tons of uh, sayings and things that he would talk about, but I think uh, he'd be very uh, proud with how you progress. And I'm just thinking uh, t- to myself in particular, he used to talk about, uh, uh, he's like, hey, great thing about you and Peter, you guys get your fingernails dirty, you get in the weeds, you know the details, you know what's going on. So, you know, you likewise as an investor in what you're doing, you know, you, you exude that as well. So uh, c- congratulations on that front and, and, and certainly much more.